AM Live with Tipi Sumakwetla. And it's six minutes past eight. Let's get into the forum this morning. It's been in the news this week, and some South Africans have been asking if it is more about blacks and women empowerment or about empowering the rich with people's tax money or if it's purely about how funds are managed or even mismanaged. It's the funding of an exclusive elite boutique of overpriced clothes, as some say, in Hyde Park here in Johannesburg, all thanks to the National Empowerment Fund, the NEF. They granted businesswoman Kanye Lomomkize 34 million rand to open the high-end mini-department shop, or boutique as some call it, Luminance. Lomo has insisted that her name did not influence the NEF to provide funding for her Hyde Park business. The awarding itself has somewhat created anger and misunderstanding at how she got it. Trade and Industry Minister Rob Davies requesting a detailed report about the NEF regarding its funding of Luminance. The DA has now asked Minister Davies to institute a full ministerial review of the NEF's investment history, its code of good practice and the framework for empowerment within which it must make its investment decisions. So against this backdrop, we evaluate the impact of South Africa's financial intervention schemes and ask what criteria should be used for accessing empowerment funding. Uh, those that it's granted to. So uh, do join us for this conversation. Perhaps if you have some insights, you're uh, an entrepreneur out there and if you've applied for empowerment funding before and you've struggled or perhaps you're a black businesswoman, as uh, uh, Ms. Roma has said, Kanye Roma has said, part of the problem is that it's difficult as a black businesswoman to gain access to funding. Perhaps you can just uh, give us some anecdotal evidence of uh, some of that. 891 These are the numbers that you can use to give us a call. 34701. That's the SMS hotline at 2 Rand per SMS. Our email address is amlive at sabc.co.za. Our Twitter handle at amlive on SFM. To have this conversation, we're on the line now to Ms. Tony Gomez, President of the International Federation of Business and Professional Women of South Africa. Ms. Eugenia Kulia, of the CEO of Business Women's Association of South Africa and Demogra- Democratic Alliance MP Dr. Wilmot James also joins us on the line. A very good morning to you all and thank you very much for speaking to us. Thank you very much. Let me start with you, you. Uh, Mr. James, Dr. James. What what are the the issues at heart here? There are those who are saying that part of the problem is that it's a wealthy woman who has netted an empowerment deal to import luxury goods. That this is the reason why there's such outrage. But there are those who say. You know, actually, she has been given very stringent repayment terms. She's had to put down uh, a great deal of her money. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with this deal. Your concerns, what are they? Well, let me just say uh, good morning to everybody and that that we have no difficulty with, with um, the actual loan made to... Um, uh, to Ms. Domo. Uh, she's a very successful businesswoman. Uh, she's, uh, uh, in fact, gotten into the retail sector in a way that's quite admirable and that we congratulate her. Um, and we think that that is something to be admired. For that, that, for us, that is not the issue. The issue is that, uh, what the NEF must do, um, as a general, 
approach to empowerment. It must be able to target um, the small and particularly the medium sector uh, when it comes to entrepreneurship uh, for uh, those who are eligible, which means black people and uh, women, um, and that uh, what we require in this country in order to create wealth and in order to create jobs is a radical expansion of opportunities uh, for small and medium-sized businesses. And so uh, since this is taxpayers' money uh, that capitalizes the NEF, uh, we ask the question of the NEF, what is your track record? And the minister's done this, so that's very good, and we support him in this. What is their track record in, in the, the kind of funding that's required in order to stimulate growth and opportunities in part of the economy that needs it most? Now, uh, bureaucrats cannot decide that, you know, it's, uh, it's the private sector. And so we need to be able to target growth opportunities. So in sum, it's to say that our concern on the part of the Democratic Alliance is the track record of the NEF when it comes to uh, making loans in areas that uh, <coughs> create opportunities on a broad-based. It has to be broad-based empowerment. And so that is, that is our principal concern. Now, just with regards to obviously having a positive offspring on the local economy, what the store itself is saying is that 58% of the money is to be invested and spent locally. Is that not a good criteria to use as to determining whether or not somebody should be awarded such a loan? Well, you know what the what the criteria in fact are. It's about commercial viability as one. Uh, there must be um, compliance with our laws, obviously. There must be operational involvement in the managerial and board levels by people, by black people. There must be a minimum uh, black ownership. Um, it, there's a repayment requirement. Um, it must create a reasonable number of jobs. There's the question of geographic, geographic location in rural or economically depressed areas. There has to be meaningful participation on the part of black women. Um, there is a, a criteria that uh, says that uh, rural and community development projects must have meaningful participations by communities. Uh, and then the question of co-funding with private sector, public sector institution is encouraged in larger projects. Now, those are the broad stroke um, uh, criteria. Okay, just uh, w- yeah. while you while you speak about that, one of the things that uh, some of the things that you mentioned, for instance, they're saying 10% of uh, the ownership will go to rural women, 10% of the ownership will go to members of staff. On the repayment, they're saying theirs is far more stringent than others. Instead of of uh, uh, 10. 10-year repayment, they're going to have five years in which to repay the loan. They've already started repaying the loan. And uh, that uh, that also speaks to the issue of financial viability. Are they not, by saying that they, they deem it viable enough, that they'll be able to pay that amount within five years? Well, yes, as I said earlier, we, we think that um, the issue is not the, the, the current large loan that's made to um, Ms. Lomo. That's not the issue. And um, the issue has to do with whether the NEF is able to develop a pool of loans to expand opportunities in uh, a sector of the economy that needs it most. 
involving um, black and and uh, black people and women. So, okay. so on the one hand, what we require is greater flexibility because some of these mm. criteria are in fact quite stringent and very difficult to meet. Uh, and on the other hand, we, that must, there must be a smarter emphasis on on targeting growth areas, for example, growth sectors. One of the things that comes out of this example is the fact that there is very little black and female participation in the retail sector. Uh, and therefore, what we must be able to do is give the NEF the flexibility to also be able to be smart about targeting particular areas that are growing, either in the service sector, retail sector, and so on. And just quickly before I get the view of the other panelists, I mean, if we look at uh, some of the funding history, my store, convenience store, is one of those uh, that have received funding from the NEF. Would that qualify within the mandate on the, of the NEF, uh, just as far as you're concerned? Did you have concerns about that initiative? No, no I wouldn't. No, I think that um, just, just giving a... Um a quick glance at the uh, on the broad strokes criteria that the NEF presently uses, they certainly would comply. And in this case, luminance does it or does it not comply? Luminance does. Okay, so there's no issue about that for you. No. Okay, great. Let's move on now to our other panelists. Uh, Ms. Gomez, you're the president of the International Federation of Business and Professional Women of South Africa, a point that's been made by the owners of Luminous, for instance, and also the, the chief executive of the NEF. As one of the great things about this deal is that it allows black women to enter the retail sector space, which has been... Uh, historically a very difficult thing to do black people in the retail space but especially black women that they're also uh, you know fully uh, there's full ownership here it's not about them buying from an existing product etc that this deal is actually a very good thing your response to that um we actually agree um with regards to, you know, woman ownership and, and getting assistance from, from the NEF. That's certainly something that uh, we, we really try to push for. But the, the issue that comes in is not that Kanya Glomo got the funding. Um, she fits within the mandate of the NEF, so there's no problem there. However, from our point of view, uh, funding like this needs to be for uh, small businesses so that they can successfully start up, grow, create jobs, and contribute to the um, economic growth. And that is where we would have a problem. But I think also uh, the, the public at large doesn't necessarily always understand um, with regards to funding like this, or government funding, if I can call it that, what is required. It's, it's not that easy to get it. You do need to have an existing business. You do need to have a certain level of income. Mm. Um, so not everybody will be able to access this funding. So some of these things, as you say, high appraisal, due diligence costs, uh, high investments, limited control for investor, financier, and financial return expectations of investors. Those impede small to medium businesses from accessing such funding, especially at, what, 34 million rand. But what, what is the solution then? Well, you know, if you look at the funding at the moment, you, you, you can probably get access to funding if your um, turnover range is between about 250000 and $35 million. That That's a broad scope. Um, however, anything under that 
is going to be very problematic because you are probably not commercially viable. You are probably not a legal business. So we're talking here the small business in, in rural communities. That is very difficult for, for funding. My suggestion would be in that respect for, for these ladies to form a co-op. Uh, once you have a co-op, it gets much easier to get access to funding. Um, but your, your 250000 to 35 million, provided you meet the various criteria which, which Dr. James has, has stipulated, um, you know, you, you stand a pretty good chance as long as you have done your, your homework. Okay, well, let's get your view now, Ms. Kula. You're CEO of Business Women's Association of South Africa. I'd like to look at another example of uh, a loan that's been given to just on cosmetics. Uh, it was given an amount of about 50 million rand, if I'm if I'm correct. But but some of the projections in terms of jobs, for instance, it was expected that it has a potential of creating an excess of 200 jobs in several provinces, the Eastern Cape, Guazulu-Natal and the Free State. That's for two warehouses, for instance. Is that a good enough criteria if we're talking about real empowerment or broad-based empowerment? Okay. Let me come in. Maybe let me first correct you. I'm, no, I'm the chairperson of both black women organizations in South Africa. Apparently. Okay. black women organizations in South Africa. Okay. Thank you very much for that. I, I, I hear about the loans, but I, I'm sure we will be focusing on just one item. We need to come up with a comprehensive strategy, in my view. And first place, if we look at the applicant, Okanyi has an MBA. <laughs> or that you'll be able to package whatever requirement that NEF wants. With some of our members, I've got one member who's applied for funding, I'm sure he'll call or SMS, who's never got even a response. But maybe let's deal with, with, with other issues. Well, that's what we're trying to do. That's why I'm asking yeah. you about Just yeah. on Cosmetics and the projected sure. jobs that it w- had put on the table uh, as being able to achieve, given the fact that it was given 50 million rand. Exactly that. Sometimes when I look at the, 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 the so-called achievement of NEF, I, I say as South African and even this DTI and other entities that seek to empower the privacy disadvantage, we tend to measure wrong things in my view. Maybe we'll start there. We tend to measure wrong things. We could use amount, whatever billions that has gone to maybe few people. That's normally where the problem is. It's like a doctor where people would choose, say, I've seen 100 people. Then you ask the question, how many have you cured? Seeing them in consultation and curing are two different things. Here in there, even scorecards in most of these annual reports and this, we've seen so many, there have been so many inquiries. We ask a question, some of our black women entrepreneurs, they've made inquiries. It's just a ticket box, inquiry is made. You know, so the other issue, which I'll probably go dealing with the comprehensive strategy, in our view, we feel that there's a rippling effect that comes from governance and oversight. You've got board members who are supposed to be monitoring scorecards for black mm. women owned, for youth owned. Are they doing that? Is the portfolio committee doing that to make sure that we redress the ills of the past? And also momentum on the projects that they raise. So you say you refer to Shanduka, do you check the impact? of whatever referrals. So our view is say that NEF might not be so having the impact that you expected from it. 
especially I'll make an example coming from the Eastern Cape province. I'll say I studied MBA with entrepreneurship, majoring entrepreneurship and strategy. If we look at Mercedes Benz in East London, in, in certain models which are kind of shared in one paper I presented in the International Small Business Congress in Santinia, that is last year, September. In, in certain countries and studies, you realize that when there's a there's a an, an, an industry like Kuha, VW, MBFA, there will be anti you know SMEs developed around that in the value chain. So that's what we expect that NEF could focus on those. Engage these big companies. What is there that you can do and we can fund for the black women, for the youth, for the privately disadvantaged in your communities? Right. Rather than giving one and focusing in one provinces, that's probably that. Obviously, if I come with a business plan with my MBA knowledge and say, I'll have something here, something in this province, it would be, wow, it's more the footprint. But is it the right footprint with the right impact? So it's more positioning. And also looking at the potential target, they need to segment and say, this is our potential target. Looking at the size and the location, that is very important. Right. And overall, ensure that transformation and localization is not compromised. So we, we see okay. these things on TV, you know, we read about them, you know, but you want them to go to the people, even invite some of these colleagues, leaders, to an event that here are the black entrepreneurs and black professors. You kind of, the bureaucracy you get. When they will have a stakeholder and whatever engagement department. So it's more that then they'll look for someone dynamic. I can prepare a business plan, I'll get funding because of the knowledge. But at Boswa... Ms. can I ask you a question? How much does who you know depend on whether or not people get some of these loans? And I ask that because that's been some of the criticism. Yeah, no, that, that's a criticism of even the, in the same deal. That certain people, you take me, I've studied in this university, I come from this province, instead of serving the nation, you are likely to be biased towards the people you know, the people you studied with, the people from your same provinces. Okay, so we'll so look at that now, as a, a comprehensive strategy that looks at national needs, poor provinces, rural provinces, that's what will be a solution. Okay, Ms. Kula, hold the thought. We're going, to, we're going to take calls now, and uh, we'll also look at that, uh, as she says, is that a possible uh, kink in the system that needs to be ironed out? 0891 We're talking about empowerment funding, and we're asking what criteria it should be used for people to be allowed to access it, 0891-104-208-34701. That's the SMS hotline that you can use to uh, join in on the conversation. It will cost you two rand per SMS, though. But uh, we're also on Twitter at AMLive on SAFM. What would you say is enough being done to protect the basic rights of women? The New Age tells you both sides of the story. Get your copy for only three rand fifty and make up your own mind. The New Age. One country, one paper. The National Council of Provinces, in partnership with the South African Local Government Association, will host a conference on local government from the 6th to the 8th of August under the theme Developmental Local Government in a Capable State, celebrating achievements and exploring opportunities. Topics to be discussed include local government fiscal framework, good governance, accountability and sound financial management. The event will be attended by MPs, SALGA leadership, ministers, the Auditor General and other stakeholders. 
This initiative is aimed at facilitating dialogue to advance developmental local government. Watch it live on Parliament's DSTV channel 408 and live streaming on Parliament's website www.parliament.gov.za. This message is brought to you by the Parliament of South Africa. Young people in Tswane were asked how long have they been looking for work? 2009, been looking for a job since. Yeah, it's long, it's long, it's like a plane. Nepo 10,000 is here. The city of Tswane is creating 10,000 entrepreneurship opportunities for the unemployed youth of Tswane. If you are between the ages of 21 and 35, unemployed and living in Tswane, you are invited to become one of the 10,000 youths who will be trained through various skills development program. Come apply. Region 5, 2nd and 3rd of August 2013 at Rayton Community Hall. Call 012-358-5575. Hola! for 10,000. These are the tourists that spend at the shops, standing next to the school that educates the children, that are part of the community, that serves the people, that work in the city, that has bright lights, that are powered by electricity, that comes from the grid, that's fed by the wind turbines we funded. At Nedbank Capital, we believe in making sustainable solutions happen. We are an authorized financial services and credit provider. Terms and conditions apply. Make things happen. Nedbank Capital. The Forum at 8 on SAFM. 27 minutes past 8. We're talking about empowerment funding and what criteria should be used uh, to uh, allow people access to it. 0891 Let's go to Mlu in Durban. You want to talk about favoritism of funding. Hi, Patricia. How are you? Well, thanks. And you, Mlu? Fine. My, my, my take on this one, I think for, 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 for NEF to be able to be accessible, the, I think one, one first and foremost, they need to be visible, you know. Because for me, technically in Devon, I don't know any office of NEF where I can be able to go there for, to access those funds. And two, the question of mentoring now. The question, first and foremost, and the, and the training, and what, what should be their criteria that they will be, they will want us to go through for us to be able to assess those, uh, the, 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 the funding. The training of business people that we, that want to take part in NAF, in NAF program. You know, so those are some of the things that, that I think they, 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 they need to, to, to come out openly to us to tell us as to what will be their own, uh, uh, criterion as, as, as NAF in, in terms of us assessing the, 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 right. the, the funding. Thanks, Ndu. Janus in Cape Town, everyone deserves funding regardless of color. That's right. And I'm surprised, and good morning. I'm surprised that D8 took the stand, uh, the racial stand, and say that the, the black people should, should be only, you know, uh, uh, funded for that. There are many white, many colored uh, institutions who are actually unfortunately closed down because inefficient, you know, uh, support to the to the black uh, uh, businesses, and we had to close down. We could we could train many others, you know, but we are not allowed. We had to vote and register in BE, which is for me a racism. But also at the point of the supply to the money to the youth, it's shocking, you know. It's never gonna work. What is most important when you go to the world and first ask you for your qualification and experience? These days, the money, millions of billions are pumped to the youth. 
which are not experienced and it's gonna be a disaster. Okay. We them this money, this money should be given to the to the people who get experience and improve the 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 the, the condition of work and give the employment to the young okay. but Thank not to the young directly. Let's uh, allow Dr. Wilmot Jones to respond to you because he does have to go. So uh, Dr. James, uh, your your response to Janusz? Well, I would say that uh, when it comes to creating opportunities, those opportunities should be open to all. Uh, there's a need to uh, to sniff out the talent uh, in the country in areas where there has been uh, cumulative disadvantage, and therefore uh, targeting uh, some of the some of the loans uh, and opportunities uh, for women and for people of colour. Uh, is something that is quite important a thing to do. I, I use the word black in a very generic sense. Uh, I wanted to say that the main point that I took from our previous discussion, uh, speaking as a member of parliament, is that we obviously need to hold uh, the spending of taxpayer, ta- taxpayers' uh, mm. funds uh, through the NF, NEF to account. But the main point I took from our conversation was that there's a problem with the distribution and the access to individuals who are entrepreneurs in areas that are quite remote or difficult. Okay. Uh, and that um, uh, what has to be uh, considered, I think, is the footprint of the NEF in terms of the infrastructure that we have nationally. And it might be that we should, they should look to commercial banks to distribute the money and to make it possible for people who normally don't have access right. to be able to access commercial, uh, the commercial infrastructure when it comes to banking. Thank you very much, Dr. Wilmot James. He is the Democratic Alliance's MP. And that brings the time to a little after 8.30. News headlines with Fabakshni Chetty. Thanks, Rob. 26 minutes to nine. Let's continue with our conversation. We're looking at empowerment funding and we're asking what criteria should be used for people to access it. And we're in conversation with Ms. Tony Gomez, President of the International Federation of Business and Professional Women of South Africa, as well as Ms. Eugenia Kula, who is the CEO of Black Business Organization South Africa. We're also in conversation with you, so do give us a call on 0891-104208. Share your thoughts with us about the subject. It's certainly certainly been a talking point uh, throughout the various media uh, platforms and we'd like to hear from you what do you think about the controversy we're looking obviously at uh, what sparked this debate is the NEF's funding of Luminance and that's a retail store in Hyde Park, others call it a boutique for the rich uh, what do you think about it? Uh, not necessarily that, maybe that, but generally empowerment funding. What can we fix it's in order to avoid some of these situations? Uh, this estimates from Denton in Durban. NEF should have given that money to a building contractor that could build suitable houses for poor or a rural school or hospital. Ian Marikot and Seshoko says the criteria to access funding must take into account the contribution of an entity to economic growth and job creation. And Tandi says where was DA when NEF gave announcing millions to fund the Mandela movie? And this one on Twitter, Tulani says the criteria of DFIs are too stringent and unfriendly to PDIs. I call for them to be overruled. Apartheid left us poor. Law in Dubis says, I have applied to the NEF twice and have never even received a response. Nothing wrong with luminance funding, but it seems the powerful and the connected get easy access to funding. I'll come back to you, Ms. Gomez, on that. Um, Janusz, for instance, saying that uh, 
funding should not just be sequestrated to black people, that it should be all people, uh, people who can be productive. But but it also is an issue about uh, empowerment funding in general. We've had the NYDA that's also come under heavy criticism, uh, selling, getting, giving a, a loan or funding of more than 30 million rand, I think, for music equipment. The kind of projects that are getting funding, it seems that is also a problem. Um, Dr. James, before he he left us saying that uh, perhaps uh, some of the disbursement of the funds should be left to banks, but uh, I'm sure the banks themselves are not prepared to assume the level of risk uh, that uh, comes with this kind of thing. Your thoughts on this? That's exactly the problem. Banks are not in the business of risk. They want a, a guarantee. So I'm not sure that they would be keen to do this. Um, I know there was a fund at one point, um, Kula, I believe it was, um, that did do it through a bank, but uh, that doesn't exist anymore. Um, look, the funding is about transformation. It's about helping startups. So effectively, if you look at it in that respect, it needs to be about black people. Um, you know, it, it, the, the problem, of course, that we're looking at in the situation with Kanye Blomo is we are empowering the empowered and that, for me, is the problem. Um, I'm sure somewhere along the line, I know she said she couldn't get a, a loan from the bank. Um, but, you know, really, NEF funding and all of government funding, I mean, I know DTR have a number of programs. Uh, these need to go towards transforma- transforming the economy. Uh, and, and that is where we have a problem with this. It's, 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 it's historically disadvantaged. And in our case, we obviously look for uh, specifically women to be empowered through these funds. And, and that's because they are a vulnerable sector in, 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 in society. Correct, yes. You know, women specifically have a number of problems when it comes to accessing of funding. Um, we're trying to educate people at the moment, but, you know, for example, uh, a woman who's married in community of property is going to have a very difficult time getting access to funding because her husband will have to sign for her. Uh, that gives him half... That gives him access to her funding, which then defeats the entire object. Um, but there are, there are a number of issues involved. Uh, women tend to be a little bit more nervous to, to approach banks, for example. Uh, they feel intimidated. Mm. So, you know, this is why we, we specifically look at women's rights with regards to, to, to granting mm. of loans and things like that. But another of your callers also raised the issue of training. Um, you know, we as BPW feel that there are a lot of organizations out there who are training uh, business people. They finish the training and they get left to the own devices. Uh, this doesn't benefit anybody. At the end of the day, they're back in the unemployment line. You know, there needs to be a, a, a long process. Uh, the latest is, is starting um, startup villages and, and incubators where people actually sit with mentors in offices for long periods of time and get full training and assistance with access to funding, assistance with contracts, etc., etc., which is something DPW is looking at right now. That, to me, seems to be the answer when it comes to small entrepreneurs. Mm. I must just let the listeners know that we did uh, try, in fact, we tried in every manner of way possible to get the DTI, the Department of Trade and Industry, and the Department of Economic Development to come and join in on the conversation. The DTI saying that this is the preserve of the Department of Economic Development and the Department of Economic Development in turn saying that, no, this falls under the DTI. So we did try and get government to respond 
respond to us. But let's take more callers. Ms. Kula, I'll come back to you in just a moment. 0891 Let's go to Normande in Johannesburg. You say the NEF's criteria is flawed. A very good morning to you. Yes, so good morning to you, Tepiso. So for me, the issue is really around the financial status of, of the NEF. And I must express my disappointment that they couldn't attend the session because we have very specific questions to ask them. Um, and, you know, how are they measured? Because obviously the outcome is what will tell us whether or not mm. they, they have the right focus areas. And unfortunately, yes. again, if, you know, if it's a public entity, um, we are the public that should be holding them accountable. And at this point... We can't because they're not even there to answer for themselves. It is a disappointment. I don't believe the recent deal that it's been um, funded is in fact empowerment. You know, um, the people that really need it are still stranded, unfortunately. Thanks, Nomonde. The brain of NAFCOC, you say you're concerned also about uh, the funding criteria. Yes, good morning. Good it morning. is Ben. How are you doing? Well, thanks. Thank um, you. Yeah, the, 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 you know, the, the issue around the funding, it's actually appalling when one looks at, you know, um, uh, you, you ask yourself the question exactly in this particular deal of Kanye Jomomkiz and, 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 you know, the, the luminance uh, retail outlet that, that, that opened in, in Santon. Um, I think it's actually appalling to, to, to see. Um, I would say there's almost, in effect, a maladministration of, of, of public funding. And I think that we are very much against it because the question, again, we ask is how many people are actually being empowered um, by this deal? And, you know, I myself uh, applied to the NEF some years ago, I think it was about two years ago, with this jobs creation program that they had. And I was in a position to create over 100 jobs. And I wonder, I was declined. Um, on the second stage for whatever reason. They don't give the reason for, for, for that. But it's not about me. It's about, I think, the, the, the whole but retail the sector. Is. The criteria mm-hmm. is. And I, I, I'm actually appalled by it that one person can get that amount of money. And the question does need to be asked, how did it happen? How did they do it? And how did they, 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 they succeed in getting that amount of money for an operation that really, in essence, will um, empower, mm-hmm. in, my, in, in my view, probably one or a handful of people. Debrain, and with that, thank you. Thanks a lot for that, Debrain. You, you'll be surprised though, to find out that the NEF has awarded at least 20 loans of over 30 million rand in the past three years, and uh, Luminance is at the lower end of the scale for that. Uh, Mike in Midrand, the NEF's funding criteria is okay, you say? Hi, I think, thanks for taking my call. Yes, I think so, ne? I think so. And um, look, at the end of the day, they are here to empower small businesses, small, micro, uh, medium businesses. Not all of us are entrepreneurs. Just because I'm unemployed and I'm looking for funds, I'm desperate, I will put an application through to the NEF. It may be a creative uh, application, but somebody else who may also be affording can actually have a better idea. Take, for instance, the point of reference of this conversation about who can you It's nothing but to more now. You know, she, she had a brilliant idea which she put through to NEF, and NEF liked the idea. There are guarantees, they've tested everything else, but suddenly 
all these associations, black women associations, which hasn't received this loan or that loan from, it's about the quality of the idea. If people were phoning and complaining about, you know what, I've had this brilliant idea, which I think people could have actually challenged any But Mike, don't you think it's something that we are actually focusing the discussion on the criteria for accessing empowerment funding? I mean, that is the discussion. You know, it, that is it, the discussion, it, it, is it not, Mike? It is. It is. But uh, but the point of reference, whether we like it or not, the whole discussion has been brought about mm. about can you get in alone? Is that a you bad know? thing, Mike? I wonder. Is it a bad no, thing that we have this no. and that we have to look at empowerment funding in general, the criteria, whether or not it benefits people? Is that a bad yeah. thing? Yeah. No. I don't think it's a bad thing. Mm. I'm not calling to judge whether it's a good or a bad thing. Mm. I'm saying, in my view, I have seen the annual reports of the NES. Mm. There are a lot of people that you can support it. I I did mention that Mm. that it's actually at the Mm. lower end of uh, the more Mm. than 20 loans that uh, has been dispersed in the past three years. But I take your point, and thank you very much, Mike, for calling. Tandy, Uh, in... Tandy in Johannesburg, sorry Mike, it seems we, we, you got cut off there. Tandy in Johannesburg, you say the NEF's funding is not right. Um, no, 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 thank you, Tandy. So the point I think is that people have gone back now to say we need to um, use the same criteria that banks use. But the whole point of the NEF and these other employment funds was that, you know, there's a lot of people that are excluded um, from the mainstream economy because they cannot come up with this kind of business plan and all the um, requirements that are required by banks who particularly obviously are risk-averse. And suddenly we have the NEF also being as risk averse and saying, well, you know, we have to take ideas that are bankable and that will bring mm. profit. Then it defeats the temples. And in a sense, I suppose, in, in one way that um, makes people like, um, you know, the luminance Spirit so successful is because of people who have the skill and the background as business people. Mm. Now, and they can bring about these bankable ideas um, forward to the NEF. Mm. How about the NEF actually also capacitates itself in a way to make sure that when people come through the door with unbankable ideas, so to speak, they help them to be bankable. In that sense, then they could meet um, this sort of the divide, criteria. Because mm-hmm. the criteria. So the criteria is difficult. It actually just goes back. I mean, I suppose in a sense, you have to ask the question, why is it that Kanye could not access funding from a bank, given that she is a um, well-established business person with a great idea that is bankable? And she probably could. Um, and the sense is that the, 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 the NEF also looked at it in this similar mm. way. You know, yeah. uh, thanks a lot for t- uh, for that, Tandi. It's it's interesting because I've read conflicting reports. Some saying that uh, Luminous uh, was speaking to some banks, uh, but others saying that she weren't. She wasn't able to get uh, funding from banks. So I'm I'm not still not sure about that. But let's get back to the conversation about. Um, you know, access to empowerment funding. Some of the calls that we've had, Ms. Kula Nomonde saying that uh, are they achieving their purpose and that is of empowerment. Tandi also speaking to that. And you mentioned the issue of, for instance, it seems that viability is one of the things that people are looking at and favoring others as a result and over others. But if you look at Saktu's comments, they say, for instance, you know, the bad thing about this deal is that it's going to compromise local textile manufacturers and producers. What is your thoughts on that? Uh, and just some of the criteria as well. The fact that uh, banks are, are looking at uh, people on asset-based financed criteria, equity, risk finance, for instance, and whether or not they get these loans. Okay. I would say first, institutions like NEF, we need them. 
in the country. The banks are there to serve another purpose. I wouldn't comment exactly about the deal. I haven't seen the business plan. But I'll agree with the, my, my other panelist member, maybe I'll call it my comrade now, that funding mm. is about transformation. You know, transformation mm. and also dealing with the previous disadvantage. So there's no compromise about that. It's a fact. But the issue for NEF, they must look at whatever they find and look at the de- deliverables or outcomes. It's enough to mention this, but as we check the outcome and also a follow-up, You've given this person a deal. Have you checked the impact of the deal two years later or three years later, learn from the weaknesses, and then build that in, in your process moving forward. Also, what needs to happen is they need to access what is on ground. States SA has all the economic states of the provinces, the whole nation. Access what is on ground, and in terms of demographics, we can't run away from the fact that the percentage of women, especially black, is higher than any other in the nation. Look at that. Decide what best criteria or a basket thereof. We talked last night. I was in a function where the minister was just last night. Maybe a shared services. If you can't do this, maybe FIDA would do that. So that this would be a comprehensive strategy. And partnership, somehow we realized that as Boswa. That's why you formed Boswa. That they said, okay, take part at this level. But you are not ready yet. You say, okay. We're ready to try them, to set them somewhere, build them up until they are ready to take part in those bigger mm-hmm. deals. So it's more to partner with strategic people or organizations who can develop these SMEs from privacy disadvantage to a level where they can economically partake in, in the development of the country. And then also ensure that there's localization. NEF can even with the BRICS, you know, partnership, we, we get the BRICS people coming. What is NEF doing to say, okay, let's look for the black women, the privacy disadvantage that could partner, and then they fund such initiatives. So it's more a comprehensive strategy. And for NEF, they should be able to seize opportunities for visibility and access. Like now, some of them, you can't get them on the call. They don't respond to calls. They don't respond to communication from our members, even acknowledge receipt. Uh, we've received this. People don't get that. So when you invite them, come and speak here as a platform. Free visibility, that's why they need, to, they need to change. It can't be TV, it could be a room full of 100 women or whatever, but they should be open to that. But criteria, they should go back to the drawing board. CSSA is there, and then look at the needs in every area. Unemployment is high in certain provinces, that we know. That should be their focus area. We can't all migrate to Houghton. Oh, the bigger right. so that's, that's my input for now. Ms. Okay. Gomez, uh, accountability, how do we, uh, you know, really Can, I, can issue... I get to that quickly? Can I get to that quickly? Okay. Accountability, my disappointment is board members. We develop a business case as Bosa, which we're running a true Bosa now, to, to train women on boards. We assume that women get to boards with their heart and head, not only head, you know. And also we think that women will favor a development course of other women. So having the right people in the board, we know that in the corporate governance, there are more, way, more males and especially white males. And also the politicians, their oversight role. Leave the glossy presentation. We must focus, be clear what is wanted. Okay. They could even ask us, well, I think we get failed in those governance and oversight roles. Empowerment thereof. You know, even the portfolio committees. Asking the right questions. The statistics, so many people came to, the, to our door. 
You should ask how many have you helped from which areas? Who are they? Those are the kind of questions they should ask. Right. Let's let's go into your contribution to this. Ready to empower women. Um, I, th- I think as far as the NEF uh, mandate is concerned for, for funding criteria, um, and, and this, is, this is an issue certainly with, with many of the state funds, is they almost have a one-size-fits-all kind of, of, of um, policy. Um, I mean, anything from 250000 to 35 million, who's going to get it? The one with the most money, who can give the best presentation? I, I wanted to ask you that. Uh, shouldn't they be, these DFIs be designed differently mm. in terms of who they're targeting and, and not only the criteria, but what the ultimate outcomes are? Correct, correct. So, yeah, I think that, that particular area needs to be revised, if I can put it that way, uh, because that's why you have the situation that you're in now. She obviously gave a brilliant presentation. She ticked all the boxes. Uh, whereas sure. someone who comes in with a small enterprise may not have the funding to be able to do that. Uh, I haven't personally asked for funding from NEF. I have no idea what you know what the process is there. But I have met with them with regards to funding for certain of our members. Um, and I know, for example, they say to you, um, no, you don't have to bring in a fancy document. You know, you can do a handwritten business plan. It's fine. Um, that's great. But will you get the funding based on that? I'm not so sure. I think the issue of training was raised, and thanks for raising that again, Ms. Uh, Gomez, because also, I mean, if you look at uh, institutions like the IDC, they do give guidance uh, to protect prospective clients, rather, with respect to what the requirements and expectations are. Zakila's on the line. He works in the financial services sector, and uh, he wants to comment on this. Zakila, very good morning to you. Hi, Zakila. Um, well, how are you? Well, thanks, and you? Yeah, I just wanted to comment. You know, uh, I'm a bit disappointed by the call-up because some of the guys have never dealt with the NEF and actually look at the criteria or basically look at the DFIs, how they uh, typically work. Uh, the, if you go to their website, the NEF has a business tool which assists entrepreneurs to put together the business plan mm-hmm. according to their requirements. And the key thing that the NF looks at, it's uh, broad-based empowerment. They look at operational involvement of the BE promoter. Um, they are not stringent on their equity contribution from the BE sponsor, so they look at the personal statement of personal liabilities to determine what is fair and reasonable uh, contribution from the owner. But if you are going to be operationally involved in the business, uh, you are operating on one of, in one of the key sectors as per the iPad 2 and the new gold pads and uh, you also going to be creating jobs and the cheddar on top is going to be women empowerment in your transaction they look at it favorably Hmm. So I'll Zakir, I'd like uh, to ask you then engage you on that particular point because one of the things that have come up has come out time and time again is ultimately what are you looking to achieve? The footprint, for instance, that's also been raised. But because if you look at the intention, the historical perspective of why we have set up uh, such, uh, you know, organizations, what are you doing to ensure that people understand that when they write their proposals, government intention is to address issues like market failure in terms of rather than taking the entire share of the funding market. So there are obviously existing failures. 
No, absolutely. Uh, and and uh, in scenes like the NEF are there to address that market failure, where banks don't play. Typically, if you look at the luminance transaction, it was a, a, a new venture, hmm. a high, highly uh, risky uh, business with, with, with no strong collateral. And, uh, and most banks will shy away from that because obviously, given the Basel III requirements, you know, they need to hold security against unsecured lending. And typically, they won't fund such transactions. And hence why, interest like the NEF are there to address that market failure. How do you so then explain me, it to people who are at home and they're listening? And, 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 and you say this was a high-risk venture, yet people were able to put out a down payment of 15 million rand. I think this is what people can't really you know, contend with, that instead of looking at a startup development a project, why are you focusing on this? When I say you, you're speaking from a perspective of defending the NEF from what we're hearing. So how do you explain it to listeners out there? Okay, no, no, I'm not defending the NEF. I'm just saying if you, if you, if you look at the economic fundamentals and, and, and the, the financial system environment hmm. in South Africa, you find that uh, banks, like I said, typically don't... Um, fund startups. But if you look at some of the great businesses, obviously they have to start from somewhere. You know, they're not all established with a, with a track record. So probably in the case of, of Luminance, I'm sure they've done their market research and they and, and they've established that a market in this country. You know, like black people uh, con, uh, consume uh, uh, luxury products, they consume uh, 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 food. So surely, you know, the people buy uh, um Okay. In, in present brand like in the you, country. Uh, so a, why, 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 why not give an opportunity to person like Kanye to actually uh, 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 provide the, the, mm. the goods and services when like there's a market for services? I get you and I appreciate your call. Just to quickly wrap up, and if I could ask my guest to do this uh, in as brief a time as possible, perhaps uh, the understanding of a startup is different from people to people, Ms. Gomez. Uh, is that something that we need to look at? Are we looking at maybe pro- predominantly people operating in low economic activity areas? That's what we should be focusing on? Yes, I think there's two areas there. The first one is that women traditionally tend to um, go into sort of woman-type businesses, you know, beads and sewing and event companies and mm. things like that. That is usually problematic from a startup point of view to get funding simply because there's so much competition in that area already. So, so that's one thing. A feasibility study before you start your business is imperative. Um, so, yeah, I think also a startup is an organization or classified as a startup for funding. You need to have money in the bank. A startup for funding is not someone who has an idea and, and doesn't have no anything available. Okay. Ms. Kula, if I could just give you another 30 seconds. Your final word? My final word is there's no criticism so much on Kanye's proposal, but it's more for NEF to reach others. And the last one, most of the things will be explained. We are having an event, Women Empowerment Event, on the 24th of August as part of our Women's Celebration Month at, at PwC Business School. Okay, great. So Thank you. can attend. Hmm. Thank you very much to both of you. Tony Gomez, President of the International Federation of Business Professional Women of South Africa, and thanks as well to Ms. Eugenia Kula. She is Chairperson of Black Women's Organization SA. Thanks to the team as well. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. It's 9 o'clock.